Look how the stars turn on Look how the stars turn on very special edition of the press box so this evening it was confirmed that a local consortium had completed the acquisition of dundalk fc from peak six it's news that has been greeted with huge celebrations by the club's support so jim this is a, a special late night edition um great news you know it's been a long time coming and uh i know dundalk released their official statement to kind of confirm everything tonight but uh kind of roll on the new era yeah uh uh, look, I'm going to be honest, uh, I have a glass of wine here in front of me. Um, I think it's something to be celebrated. Um, you know, it's been a long time coming. Um, I think we, you know, as fans, we've all kind of wanted and needed this. Even something as simple as um, how quickly the statement came out after, uh, you know, sort of news broke this evening. Um, it's kind of refreshing, you know, we haven't had that in so long that, you know, something as uh, basic and mundane as that, that's that, you know, we can get excited about a, a statement coming out at the right time. Um, look, what do you say? Um, you know, I think I tweeted earlier when, when it sort of uh, broke that, um, you know, the peak six era and maybe, maybe tonight's not really the time to fully reflect on that. Um, but you know, it had some success of that. There's no doubt, but I, I, I think we've, we've lost a lot in the process, uh, certainly more than we've gained and the rebuild has to start now. And look, I think no matter who owns the club and I've, I've said this probably in a roundabout way over recent weeks or whatever, but no matter who owns the club, you're probably not going to agree with every decision and that's fine. But um, I think, you know, when it's in local hands, I don't think you doubt that, you know, the, it's been, the decisions have been made for the right reasons and not for ulterior motives. And um, I doubt, you know, there's big challenges ahead, no doubt, but I doubt we're going to see situations where, you know, we could possibly play, be playing home games in the Aviva or anywhere outside the Dundalk area or things like that, that, you know, as I said, there's a, a long line of reflection to, to be made over the last sort of four years under peak six. But um, I think this is, this is a good day. Yeah. I, I think the, you know, the coming together of, uh, you know, a, a multi-million pound business, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously the fans as well who've already owned the the club. You know, they, they bring so much expertise and experience in, in different formats. And you know, what I would say from looking on the outside, not knowing either of the parties really, um, is you know they, they bring business expertise, and I think that was just something that we lacked massively the this season or the last few seasons anyway with them. And they, you know, crazy decisions being made, and I think. I think they'll be a lot tighter with the books, and I think rightly so. I don't think we'll be splashing big cash on things. I think it will be toned down um, to the extent I don't know, but I, I think they'll be wanting to run it as a successful business. I think there'll be a huge influx of uh, volunteers again. I think 
having people the right people um involved in the club in different areas is, is going to be massive and I, and I think that local element you know I, I like you I'm just happy to see it done but you know again there's lots of things to come and I, I'd like to see them come out do you know have a, a one three five year plan now I know you're not, you're not going to have that in a week and stuff I, I completely understand that but really show the the fans where they want to take it you know I get that there's there's local element and everybody's on a high but I still think let's do this right now you know you these guys have the opportunity to which I think they will going on their business expertise and their, their localism even if that's the right word but uh they'll want to do it right but I I, I think there's needs to be you know legacy was out about before i think if they were to do it right you know that is bringing in talks about you know future stadiums future you know players the the facilities etc etc staffing and all that but just doing everything right and i i I think these guys definitely you know it's great that it's happening now and i think they're they're probably the best options that was out there and for it to happen now just as we were only talking about like Hoban and, and other main players and managers needing contracts before we lose everybody I think if as of today that we can sit these guys down and offer them some sort of deals I think we can definitely uh, plan for 2022 in a very positive light yeah look a lot to reflect there I think look first and foremost we have lost a lot of sort of expertise, a lot of uh, goodwill in terms of the, just talk about the volunteers that have left more so than, than anything. Um, you know, I think getting them back on board, you, you, you bring a lot to the table straight away. Um, look, obviously, things like players, manager, staff, that all has to be sort of worked out. And, um, you know, just because this happens doesn't mean you're still not going to lose players hopefully you don't lose as many as you want, but you know, there is going to be a damage there. And I think, look, um, these guys are coming at it, uh, sort of behind the eight ball, so to speak, because of, look, we are a week towards the end of the season, you know, players have already made commitments in some cases and possibly others that we might not even know about. Um, we still don't know the ambitions. I think that's going to be uh, a factor, um, in terms of keeping people because, you know, it's very hard to, you know, and, and, and we're speculating here and I don't want to go down that road, but, uh, you know, players have become used to a certain wage threshold and, and changing that is difficult, uh, like it would be if you come into any business. But that's gone down the the road, that I suppose, that for another day. They did say they'd make their plans for 2022 next week. Um, but I think... Look, these guys, uh, certainly with, with the Andy Connolly element, um, you know, he knows the club. Um, one of the big complaints, I suppose, you, you would have on peak six in, in recent years was the interference with the with the on-field side of things. I think, you know, better the devil you know it. I don't think you could ever accuse Andy or Paul of ever doing that. They, they appointed a manager, they supported him, and, you know, no one gets everything right, but I think... They certainly got a lot more right than they got wrong. And uh, in that regard, it's, you know, it was a successful relationship that brought about, regardless of where we go from here, probably one of the most exciting times of any League of Ireland club. Um, I think going forward now, we need to, um, you know, there is areas of improvement from 
before, but hopefully that's where the you know the stat sports element can come in and um add sort of like different levels of expertise. Um, you know, their business uh is usually impressive and the links they've made is usually impressive. So maybe that could be to the club's benefit. Um but I like just short term, I, I hope to do some sort of press conference or, or or open forum or something. And I'm not saying that with the journalist hat on me. I just think, you know, you can make a lot of easy wins by just doing what those who went before you didn't. And and I think being open and transparent um, is a good way to go about that. I, like certainly Andy and when, when Paul Brown was at him, I think there were, there were always that to a certain extent, you know, um, within reason, like there's things you have no right to know either. But I, I, I think just even coming out and outlining, you know, what they hope to do and how, um, how the community I think can support them because that was a that was a key I think element of the, the statement that you know they want to uh, strengthen links with the fans and the local community and I think that's so so important now because, um, there probably wasn't enough of that before and that's not a, a necessarily a criticism but, um. You know, we've we've discussed it on this show. I think there is an appetite from supporters to get involved, to to be to to be more part of it, to have more reason to go up to Oriel Park. Like we're we're in a situation now, what tenth to November, where there's one game left this calendar year. Um, that shouldn't be all that we have to get excited about as fans between now and January first or whatever date in January when games resume. Um, and there are things I'd like to see done, but I'm sure. Look, the guys, they're, they're they're clever guys. I'm sure they looked at this. I'm sure they've weighed a lot of things up, and hopefully to do that. Um, but certainly, you know, from from my point of view, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people echo this. Just say best of luck to them because it it hasn't been fun to be a Dundalk fan this year, and that's not all to do with bad results. Um, I think you know a bit of pride was maybe lost. Uh, you know, I think you referenced it when we were talking last night. There was probably it was almost like the seven stages of grief, where you know you go through these different emotions, and one obviously being anger, and another was apathy in that. And 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 hopefully now, um, you can get back to a point where, you know, I think we've seen in recent weeks how brilliant that sort of fan base is, and you know if you can encapsulate that, you you know you have a hell of a product to work with, in my opinion. Yeah, and just to kind of go, go back to, obviously, like it's peak six that are are uh, leaving the ship, shall we say, having sold. And uh, Matt Holsizer, his uh, words on the statement anyway, he said, we purchased Dundalk FC in 2018 because we, f- we love football and saw the potential to reinvigorate the team through an influx of capital and strategic leadership. During our tenure, we had the opportunity to get to know the town, the club, and most importantly, the passion that local fans have for the club. That's why we're so pleased to find a group to found a group of buyers that have local ties and have deep rooted history with Dundalk FC. I've no doubt they will continue to support the success of the club going forward, and we'll continue rooting for the club's success right along the fa- with the fans. Like yeah. straight away, and I'm just going to hop in there. <laughs> I mean, you can like it's again. It's probably not the night for it, but you can just pick holes and basically everything there. Like. <laughs> getting to know the town, the club, the passionate, like they didn't, you know, it's just, um, you know, I, I like the influx of capital and strategic leadership, you know, like 
there was none of that. And it's, uh, you know, um, probably the one thing they did <laughs> that was um, good about the statement was that they say they're pleased to, you know, have found a group of buyers with local ties of a deep rooted history with the club and they do and you know I don't, I don't think anyone can doubt uh Andy Conley's passion for the club um you know I, I remember even when he was owner he used to pay into every game and I know it's a so, so, a, such a simple and small gesture but it you know just shows the hearts in the right place um I, again I, I wouldn't say I know Alan Clark and Sean O'Connor very well um, but the little I do know them, I like I, I I've seen these guys involved with local football. They they they're, they're passionate guys, good guys, I would say. Um, and it it look, it has the makings of a of a great setup. I don't think it's hard to improve on what's there now because it's at such such a low web. But you know, um, this could be the I suppose the the catalyst for you know better things certainly off the field anyway and I think that's very important because I think look we've been absolutely spoiled rotten in recent years with the success we've had in terms of you know big days out silverware European trips and all that and look listen I obviously hope that we still have that in years to come as well but success comes and goes and it's kind of what you have behind us and you know the, the community element is the one thing that has really really fallen down in all this and I think if we can get that back make it a part of you know Dundalk isn't I know there's a lot of GEA clubs in town and listen I covered the GEA so I'm not having a, a, a dig at anyone but they're small pockets but and I think Darren McKeeley said it best going back maybe 30 years ago like the, when this town ticks it's because the club's ticking or whatever. And, you know, what it can do when this, you know, when it's everyone getting excited about going up to Oriel Park, whatever, you know, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, these guys know the potential of it. Um, and now it's, it's, I'm very intrigued to see what they can do. Like, let's not, you know, completely sugarcoat it either. There's big challenges ahead. You know, I, I think, look, you mentioned maybe one year, three year, five year plans there. Um, and I think look, first and foremost, I think they need to, you know, tie down a manager, they need to, you know, tie down players, they need to sort of start attracting players. Um I'm led to believe there was a list there um that sort of Jim Magilton slash Vinny sort of had looked at um in terms of who they, they would go after based on different budgets but I mean depending you know if, if they go in another direction maybe that needs to change and time is of the essence in that and I suppose that is probably most important but at some point and maybe that's into next year maybe that's you know six months down the line hopefully it's in conjunction with the likes of the supporters club which has been one of the real positives of this year for me that that's got off the ground but we do need to look at the likes of infrastructure and um you know, obviously the stadium is the big red herring and all this because, you know, we can't just keep burying our heads in the sand and hoping for a miracle on it. At some point, Oriel needs redevelopment plans. And I don't envy anyone taking that on. But um, 
we do need to tackle it. It's not going to be, it's not going to be nice. Uh, it's going to need everyone supporting it because I'm sure if it's going to happen whenever it happens, it's going to need a lot of fundraising um, and everything that goes along with that. But there are those challenges ahead, like even the pitch. And I know it's been speculated that sports might look to do something with the pitch. And look, that'd be welcome because, I mean, it, that has a lifespan. Um, but these are all things ahead. Um, but I think, look, you can, again, you can only say best of luck to the guys. And, and um, I think everyone would be excited to hear what they have to say and what the plans are. Yeah, and I think kind of to wrap up, this kind of leaves us in a nice place that next weekend at the Derry game, it's more of a kind of a celebration rather than everybody kind of turning up, you know, annoyed and uh, the, the same sort of stuff with Peak Six throughout the year. So, you know, there's whatever people are leaving, players and staff and stuff, but, it's, you know, there, I, I think there could be a nice farewell. People will be in kind of party atmosphere, kind of getting ready for the next season. So it's all kind of, it's definitely all to, to look ahead for next year. So we won't uh, we won't keep any any people up any later than they need to. So we'll, uh, we'll leave it for there. Um, but, you know, thanks again for listening into this special edition on the Press Box. And we'll be having a longer chat on the new era next week anyway. But uh, until then, here's to our new owners. You got the touch You got the power
Got the 